discussion and you of course are the general manager of one grid and um, just would you mind just telling us a bit about yourself first and one grid and what your company is about yes um so we're a web hosting and internet company um our key market is uh, is a small medium business uh, and what we do is basically provide all the all the tools and the platforms uh and the services that you need to, to get your business online to have the online presence uh, whether you're hosting your business applications on our servers or, uh, or hosting a website with us and using us for online marketing, mm. uh, uh, website security, um, uh, search engine optimization, mm. and also helping with your online uh, paid strategies. But uh, yeah, our proposition is that you know, the, the small medium guy doesn't want to have, have the time or the resources to invest in the you know, in, in IT department mm. and uh, IT infrastructure. So you'd want to outsource that and you know, have someone mm. take care of it. Let's start with the big pandemic at the moment. We know that the unemployment rate has reached 27.6%. And um, yeah. we, we really, we, it's, it's a dire situation and small businesses are being encouraged. And I always talk about the whole system. You know, back in the day, you went to school, it, it, matric was never enough. Now, yeah. uh, there was a stage where um, a tertiary un- a degree was not enough. I never thought I'd see BSc students and BCom students standing at robots. Um, sure. And ultimately, sure. we're looking at the internet as a possible solution because another fact is that um, we have um, around 31 million people searching for products and serv- services online every day. It's not as easy as, as, right. as, as we think. It's not just yeah. get online and sell. Can you just tell us what is the 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 current environment like where would you start if if anyone is listening right now and maybe give some advice to the the lady who called in who says she's running her business online but yes, um she's yes. struggling just a bit where do you start so, you know, the paradox will be is that yeah you know, there's a very high unemployment rate but at the same time you know such a huge proportion of our population have access to the online marketplace mm. yeah you know, because uh, essentially 31 million people are able to browse the internet and a huge proportion of those are on mobile phones so, you know, how you access the entrapping for the market. Um, the other paradox is that, uh, yeah, there's, you see, you know, the guys with formal education with degrees are struggling to get jobs, but there's also so many skills out there that you don't even need a degree for. Um, like, for example, our business, we're always searching for for young, talented uh, guys who, who enjoy programming, and you don't have to have a degree to be a, to be a really talented young software programmer. Mm. So there's a wide variety of... Um, of industries that you can get into without any form of skills, and they're just based on the ability to tap into that online marketplace. And um, I was so looking at your previous caller, which ties in very closely you know, to what we're discussing here. Is, mm. you know, how do you tap into that online marketplace? Yeah. Um, and and there's so many there's so many services and skills that you're able to utilize that you have uh, that you can start. You know, what you call a side hustle. You know, and all those you call <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and. and you know, we, we tend to think of websites as uh, just something that people browse and get into, but that's essentially a portal into this, into this marketplace of 31 million people. And uh, you know, as your previous caller said, you know, are you very uh, aware of who your audience is? Uh, what is the skill that you're offering? And, uh, but what needs are you answering? You know, what emotional connection are you making to your brand and mm. to your marketplace? So it's, um, and, and, and there's so many different, uh, so many different services you can, uh, you can offer out there. Uh, some of the, some of the top uh, online side hustles at the moment. Uh, if you're if you're a creative designer, you know, be able to design logos, um, or you know, be a Photoshop expert. Uh, if you've got uh, English or language skills, to be an online English teacher. Mm. Uh, can be proofreading, blogging. 
So the, the, the diversity of, of these out there is, is really, uh, it's, it's massive at the moment. And can you just uh, give us the idea, what is a side hustle for those of us who aren't millennials, you know, <laughs> we don't want to lose anyone with regards to traditional marketing and, and those aspects. Well, what is a side hustle? It's, it's really just a term that you've got a nine-to-five job, uh, maybe not making any you know, time got tough. Um, mm-hmm. So what can you do in your spare time? Uh, you earn just a couple of extra, you know, up to a couple of thousand a week mm-hmm. uh, to help pay the bills uh, by using some of the skills that you have, uh, you know, when you've got a bit of time in the fight. And whether it is just to pay the bills or whether it's a uh, launch of a new career or you are my business and it's something you want to try and get into gradually you know, mm. without uh, big investments, um, almost like testing the water, mm. uh, that, that's essentially a part of it. How is it different from moonlighting? And is it just another euphemism or is it a synonym? It's really just a euphemism, uh, but yeah, it, is, it is closely associated with uh, you know, what's called the workplace of the future. Um, how do you... How do you because, you know, you get home from work, uh, unless you're prepared to get in your car and do, you know, after-hours deliveries, uh, what services can you offer, you know, through, through, through the browser on your, on your desktop? Uh, you know, what people out there are there that, that you can deliver to? Mm. It's, uh, you know, the, the convenience of the internet, you know, means you've got accessibility to basically global audience. Um, mm. But, you know, obviously, because of that, you've got to make uh, sure that uh, you mm. can capture the attention and improve your credibility to your, to your brand and what you're offering. How would you define a hustler, Gary? A hustler or a hustler? <laughs> <laughs> a hustler specifically. <laughs> not, 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 not that one. Not the one that you, you might have been thinking of or I'm thinking of. And Gary, you're speaking to Wasanga. I appreciate the comment, the, 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 the compliment, but it's Wasanga. <laughs> yeah, and no, look, a hustler is uh, it's basically your own entrepreneurial business you've started on the side. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, you, you might work as a proofreader, you know, an advertising agency during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might, uh, you know, you, you might post some articles or help uh, mm-hmm. help some school kids with uh, some proofreading their assignments. Mm-hmm. Um, might be uh, you know, offer offer services to companies with uh, you know a lot of R and D, so you can get involved in quality control and um, yeah, custom interviews. Yeah. So it's, it's it's really an online side business. Um, mm. You might uh, you might have a hobby, and uh, you, you know, decide that you, uh, you know, furniture to make is a market for people like it, and uh, you, know, you can go and trade you know, online after hours. Mm. And um, just the the whole idea itself um, of being an entrepreneur. We know we talk about entrepreneurial resilience and all how mm. difficult it is. And ultimately, it's possibly one of the worst times for big businesses. We 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 mm. we, we we've got big businesses that are failing, um, and fantastically so. And and I, I say fantastically because it's spectacular. It's unheard of to see big sure. businesses failing. What chance do small businesses have? Is there? A, a maybe benefit in, in being smaller in that you can be agile? Is it really a bad climate for, for smaller businesses? Because entrepreneurs are also, I'll get into the whole idea of entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. how they feel some type of way about people who part-time because there's also mm-hmm. that assumption that you can't call yourself an entrepreneur if you have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you're absolutely right. I mean, with the next economy at the moment, uh, Big businesses, the traditional business, aren't going to get us out of it. Mm. And is it an entrepreneurial spot that's, that's going to get us ahead? You know, yeah. we've seen it time and time again in many countries that have made that incredible recovery. Uh, Singapore is a classical example. So, so putting the power of the marketplace back back in the hands of the small guys is what's mm. going to take us forth. 
and, and tied into that is, uh, you know, the millennials and the young guys, they, they come forward with this new way of work. They, they come forward with being flexible and, and hopping around between different jobs and different contracts. Um, they, 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 they come forward being online and uh, being able to connect to, to you know, millions of people and, mm. and, and working with that, within that mass online marketplace. Mm. So there is a changing uh, way of work. It's it's now aligned to the changing way of the world, um, and it's it's it's, uh, mm. it's, not, it's just it's way it is now. If you're a small business and you're not online and you don't have a website mm. uh, that can quickly attract people, mm. uh, you're basically dead in the water, and it's got a very specialised niche business. Because well, I think the biggest challenge for a lot of digital marketers is 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 explaining the value of digital marketing. Is <laughs> that conundrum? Yeah. So, what opportunities are businesses without online representation missing out there, and what should they avoid as well? I think that's the important part because um, during a gold rush, you don't necessarily have to be the digger. You can provide the tools. Yes, correct. Be part of the value chain, eh? mm. and uh, and do your services. What part of that value chain your skills best fit? Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and uh, digital marketing all becomes this term that uh, you know, folks on failures that become a bit scared of. Uh, and if you just think of your website as another marketing portal, and, and the basics of marketing and branding still apply. You know, you still have to know what your product is, what you're going to charge for it, what your market looks like, uh, and, and where, which channels are you going to market to? Are you just going to only market to your website? Are you going to look at social channels like Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram and LinkedIn? Um, and uh, and are you aware of uh, what the demand in, in the market is? It's, uh, how are you promoting it? And, uh, and, and what needs are you offering? And, um, and what digital marketing essentially does is it gives you the tools, and there's, there's a lot of many free tools out there to understand how people are accessing uh, your business through, that, through the online portal. Yeah, how many visitors do you have? Uh, what pages are they clicking on? How, how, much, how much time left to be on the website? What kind of conversion rates are you getting? Um, you can use it as a, as a, as a you see the big thing about uh, the internet economy today is, is trust. Can we talk about trust? Because I think trust is important. Yeah. How do you establish it, it, trust as a brand online? Because ultimately, you, you're talking about people's um, bank payments. Some people are put off by mm-hmm. sharing their, their details. Um, how do you, do you establish trust online? Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's the biggest driver in terms of what the internet's doing at the moment. Uh, you know, when websites, when the World Wide Web first started, it was about, you know, you could post the most content, and then as everyone was posting content, then it became about, okay, you could grab people's attention the most. But nowadays, all websites are very slick, they're very clean, they're very simple, mm-hmm. uh, and they're all easy to use. So the thing is, uh, how, what would people look at if they're going to trust you? If mm-hmm. they're going to shop online from you or... or, or or look at your site for you to visit, you know, maybe for the Airbnb or whatever the case is. Uh, your previous guest you spoke yeah. a lot about credibility and uh, in terms of transactional uh, credibility and, and you deliver on time. Mm-hmm. But the other aspect to consider is uh, reviews. Uh, I mean, yeah. Positive reviews, uh, Hello Peter and Google reviews, is such a massive part of your online credibility mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that it's definitely an aspect of it. You know, are you, uh, have you got a good complaint management process in your business? Mm. Uh, do you respond to, to people complaining? Um, so you can very quickly turn around a complaining customer if you give them a, uh, you know, a very quick uh, turnaround and you know, offer a benefit. Uh, and actually turn that into positive by showing you that you responded to your, to your customer. Mm. The other big part of a, of a website uh, front is, um, uh, is it secure? Yeah. Oh, and yes. <laughs> It's, uh, and it's, it's such a simple thing, but if you don't see a padlock, uh, especially if you're transacting to a website, you don't mm. see a padlock in the address bar, 
Uh, firstly, get penalised by Google in terms of your search ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, you know, you shouldn't be trusting any website that, that uh, doesn't have a, a, a what's called an SSL certificate. Which Why is, not, uh, Gary? Certificate. Uh, because those are the ones that are most uh, open to hackers, fishers, um, scammers. Ah. Um, whereas if you have an SSL certificate, you have that concern that you're only contacting through, um, mm-hmm. through an encrypted tunnel to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to your website. Mm. And, and let's talk about uh, free online tools that small businesses can use to market their side hustle and automate internal processes. It can all get a bit much. Every single Tom, Dick and Harry is selling some type of tool. <laughs> so how yeah. do you cut through all of the, the melee of uh, free tools available? Because we know that there are good free tools. And of course, there are those free tools which are just using uh, your uh, you for a database, for example. Yeah, correct. Uh, so, you know, the best source is the one that provides the best free tools of Google. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, got some fantastic free tools to assess what kind of traffic's coming through websites, you know, whether it's uh, keyword planning. So, yep. you know, obviously part of the content of the website is and got good keywords that attract potential customers. Mm. Um, are you able to see the trends of the kind of visitors that are coming to your website? Uh, do you have a good search console? It's one of the tools that, that uh, will look at how effective and how speedy your website is, you know, you literally got less than 10 seconds uh, before someone's going to lose interest. Uh, the analytics itself, you know, what I spoke about, what kind of uh, traffic you're getting, what conversion rates you're getting, mm. where the traffic's coming from, so you can mm. use analysis, uh, how, how quick your website is. You know, these are things that are all available. And, and again, just like with the review system, if you do a, a Google search of mm. free online tools, uh, you'll get a very good sense of... Uh, you know, other, other, other metacritics that will, will rate the top 10 um, mm. tools, will give it reviews, you know, you'll we'll do a bit of research and see what other users have used it and what they've got out of it. So there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a slew of tools out there that are, mm. um, you just got to do a bit of research play around, mm. some, some may be usable, some not. But, um, I mean, the things, I mean, you can really go into a lot of depth. Yeah. Uh, content management, automated publishing, mm. uh, how important is it to which ask because I asked about what not to do because there's so many options available you may end up spending and wasting a lot of time can we get into yeah. um, what should be avoided by a lot of people who are looking to take their businesses online what should you avoid avoid complexity um, keep, keep, your, keep your product simple keep your portal simple um, be very clear on your message and what you're trying to whether it's a service you're marketing or product that you can't sell mm. so you should be very clear value proposition I mean, someone should be able to look at your front page and immediately, uh, just from, for example, the strap line, have mm. a good sense of what you're offering. Uh, you should be easy to find in terms of your contact details, mm. uh, your, uh, your reputation management in terms of reviews and testimonials should, should be up there as well. Mm. So, so website design is, is very, very slick and clean and clear and simple and easy to find. And uh, that's the online side of it. Obviously, mm-hmm. from the business side of it, is it's uh, side of all. And, uh, you know, if you're committing a bit of extra time after hours, you might be tired. You know, have you got the capacity and the resources? Uh, and what can you be outsourcing? You know, so, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you're trading online, you can outsource uh, delivery and warehousing. But, um, you know, if you're a graphic designer, uh, you can outsource where it gets posted and how to manage. You just, you just get involved in actual it, it looks like all of these tools can allow you to be a one business person, but we know for a fact that you need to be realistic. No person can run a business by their own. 
where should you upskill and where should you get experts? Because that's critical. We need to make sure that your brand, for example, I know for a fact that um, having a brand and marketing strategy is a starting point and you can't compromise on that. How can you be realistic with your tools available online, but also understand that you need to work and outsource, as you mentioned? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, um, it's a very simple value chain. Yeah, what 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 parts what parts of uh, what parts of are needed uh, between either mm. your supply or your demand side of your value chain. Uh, so, for example, delivering a product, putting a product around that should definitely be outsourced. Uh, your, your finances, your taxes. I mean, that's, that sounds pretty obvious. But that's yes. <laughs> or an accountant. Uh, that's probably something you want to outsource. Yeah. Um, even the branding, you know, don't don't design a logo if you're not a creative uh, mm-hmm. creative artist. Mm-hmm. You, you, can, you can just literally go and shop uh, online and uh, shop for a logo and uh, get a hold of the guys who've got their own side hustle. You can come back to your proposal and what they would uh, what they would pitch for your business idea mm-hmm. and uh, on, with an online auction. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would say that you'd never ask for is, uh, is your customer. You know, so it's, uh, that's your customer. That's, that's the thing that you must hold most dear and yep. understand what they want, what they need, and, and are you delivering the service um, to, 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 to what, uh, what the expectation is. The conversation... Yeah. Scary, sorry. Sorry, carry on. Uh, no, I'm just saying we're in conversation with Gary Dobkins, if you just joined us. He's the general manager at OneGrid on starting a side hustle, tips on how to manage a small business without breaking the bank. So, Gary, one of the things I'm going to throw at you is, is that... Uh, Influencers. <laughs> we all know about influencers. We've heard about them. We've seen the the whole viral campaign. Virality is important because it, it means that it's top of mind. It's top of conversation. But does that guarantee sales for your brand? And we saw that didn't quite happen with Woolworths and the water challenge, which was quite, it was a good story. But let's talk about the effectiveness of influencers. Are they effective? Has the bubble burst? Because I feel that we're just scratching the surface when it comes to understanding how to work with influencers. No, we are. We are. Um, and from our side as well, uh, you know, just, uh, we just reviewed our marketing strategy for the next few years. Mm. And influencers is a part of that. Um, they're, a, they're, they're a voice of the consumer. They're a voice of the marketplace. They're, they're representative of what's happening in society at the moment. And unless you're in touch with uh, the community around you and the market around you and uh, you know, the, the global economy, uh, that influences are very differently. It uh, hmm. the insight or the pathway to what people are talking about and um, you know, what's, what's going on in the stratosphere. So, it's, it's, yeah, it, it, it's a massive part of, uh, of, of, of how we understand our, our customers hmm. and how we understand the trends that are happening around us. Gary, stop. With that, it's also, and then what's for us, there's a lot of uh, junk out there. So it's uh, understanding who's, who's useful and um, who's not also important. It's Gary Dobkins, ladies and gentlemen. He's the general manager at, um, at, at One Grid, and we've, it's been absolutely invaluable. Gary, thank you so much for your time and your incredible insights. That's an absolute pleasure. Lovely to speak to you. All the best. Cheerio.